A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. TalkSport Daily. Hello and happy Tuesday, my friends, and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast. Today it's the Jason Cundy TalkSport Daily podcast. Do not tell Andy Goldstein. Has anyone seen Andy Goldstein? And you can check me out and drive later on today from 4pm. I'm with Gabby Agbonlaho. Anyway, we begin with the Premier League clash that saw Pep's Manchester City beat Brentford. Here's how it all unfolded live here on TalkSport. And Mopé's in behind here. Turned one-on-one with the goalkeeper. He beats it and tucks it in the corner. And Neil Mopé has scored the opening goal of the game. It's on to De Bruyne, who's in the inside right channel, whose header is uh, from Pinnock is not great. Comes to Foden and Foden pops it in. Flecken is stranded. And Brentford, the architects of their own downfall after 45 minutes of stoic defending. And Phil Foden scores the leveller for the champions. De Bruyne trying to find an incisive ball and does that into Foden. And it's a glancing header into the far corner. And what a brilliant goal that is. Facing the lowest of low blocks. Facing the tightest of packed defences. It is unlocked by Kevin De Bruyne's brilliance. And a glancing header from Phil Foden to double up at the GTEC. And they've come from behind to lead the champions by two goals to one. Well, it is a brilliant ball from Kevin De Bruyne, bending inwards towards the goal from that left-hand side. But I have to say, that whole passage of play, watching Foden's movement... He's yeah. in for the hat trick. Played in by Haaland. He's up against the goalkeeper and he slips it in brilliantly. Phil Foden completes his second career hat-trick. And he does so after a give-and-go with Erling Haaland. Congratulations. How impressed were you with that performance, a performance of a top level? I played a good game, even losing 1-0. First half will be a fantastic first half. The best game I played against them in these years. So we lost the twice last season. We knew how difficult it is. The threat in the set pieces is one of the best teams I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's after when they are advantage and the defense so deep, so compact, the transition. So, but we were patient. We were lucky for the fact that uh, we scored before the half time. But in the second half, yeah, the color, the quality they have for the Kevin, Julian, Phil, and Erling in that position, we won the game. Yeah, and that was what it was about, really, being able to be incisive and having those moments where you could break down that low block. You spoke about Phil Foden, his ability in those tight areas. And what did you make of that display from him, his second senior hat-trick? Well, at his short age, he had more than 250 games with an hour short. He's playing, he's understanding more the game. Now he knows when he had to play one touch. And after when he attacked the space, he had the ability in the short spaces, in the sense of goal. So close to the box, always had the sense that he's going to score a goal. After this incredible quality and, and yeah, happy to, yeah, he did really well. 
And here's the bees manager, Thomas Frank. How'd you get the bees above the Frank? Well, how the hell did you get the bees above the Frank? I mean, how'd you get the bees above the Frank? Anyway, here's Thomas Frank. Are you going to allow yourself that 24 hours window to be disappointed because you didn't come away with anything again? Yeah, the, and it can only be 24 hours uh, because we, 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 it's a classic one. We need to focus on the positive. And of course, learn from the negative. And I think it's based, of course, the three goals we need to look at. That's classic, but also other situations in the game. But overall, a good performance. We are getting in front. I think that's a fair, fair lead because we limit them to shot outside the box, and then we gave Holland one chance. Um, that uh, we gave him ourselves. We played him. We actually it was a perfect slide pass from Vitali, I must say, uh, to to Holland. But a big save from Mark Flecken. Um, uh, and uh, and then it's disappointing we concede the the one-one goal because we've done so many things right. So I think we could have done that better. Second half, we knew we had to stop the Bruyne. And uh, we missed it in one occasion, and then on a millimeter precise pass, he's finding Foden. Talksport Daily. Arsenal reduced Liverpool's lead at the top of the Premier League to just two points after a deserved victory at the Emirates Stadium. However, Simon Jordan was still keen to point out the side's failings when it comes to delivering the big big moments. They did. They bottled it. No doubt about it. They didn't. Man City beat them in two games. That wasn't the reason why Arsenal didn't win the league. It's because they went on a run of form against teams that they should have been able to, to, to be able to deal with, like they did over Christmas. Now, I've yet to see them do anything else. When they win the league, that will be necessarily a different discussion. But they were, they were 12 points clear or 11 points clear at the top of the league. Mm. They threw it away because of their performances. They got done by Man City in two games. But the other, where's the other five points gone? The other five points went to Southampton and they went to West Ham and whoever else they lost during that run. And over Christmas, they turned two games back-to-back into defeats. So they've got a long way to go. The business that they're in is spending £250 million to improve on last season. Mauricio Pochettino's position at Chelsea manager is not under any immediate threat. Talksport understands. Mopo, though, came under fire from fans during Sunday's 4-2 defeat at home to Wolves. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Thanks for that. That's a bit harsh. It's not harsh. Anyway, here's my fellow blue nose, Andy Jacobs, going on a rant. He loves a rant about Chelsea on Hawksby and Jacobs. This is not a good listen. What can you say, I can't Andy? say What's, anything. Well, what won't you say? It's it? a new low point for it's this terrible regime. A final tap, really, but, is it? Of course. Yeah. two years from time Dud Bowley bought the club. That's my new name for him, Dud Bowley. <laughs> Dud Bowley, yeah, yeah. I hope it sticks, mate. I am massively disappointed with Pochettino. Okay. I had such high hopes for when he came in. I rated him at Tottenham. I rated him at Southampton. I thought pre-season, we had a way of playing, a real identity. As soon as the season started, it got away from it. I don't know why. Is there any reason that why that would have been personnel and stuff? No, maybe. Uh, but, you know, New now, players you bought Now in. they've got no excuse. They've got most of the players back. You know, and uh, I mean, he, there's this headline that he's going to try three at the back. I mean, blimey. You know, you've got to try something because this isn't working. It's clearly, clearly isn't working. No, I was saying, though, we, we need nine points to stay up. That's Sheffield United. We'll yeah. beat them. Burnley will beat them and obviously we'll beat Tottenham. Beat Tottenham. So there you go, we're probably safe. You always do. You, you know, you that'll be safe. That. Yeah. But that's it. And, uh, you know, it is just, it's pitiful really. I mean, honestly, it's so such a miserable, horrible experience going to Chelsea at the moment. Oh. People, people are hating it, absolutely hating it. Now, stand with Chelsea. I think I have to fast forward this. Here's Graham Souness claiming it's a, sta- oh, for God's sake, it's a sad state of affairs. Stanford Bridge. They've spent way, way too much money on good players. 
not top top players. You know, they've got a couple of young midfield players that may be good enough for them one day. They spent over a hundred million on both of them. I'm not just blaming everything on those two, but I think it's been a it's been a succession of buying players for the sake of buying players. And I think there's a couple of players that bought believing that maybe Man City or Liverpool were interested in them. They weren't buying them because they were the number one targets from six, nine months a year ago. They've just gone out and spent money for the sake of spending money and they've made a pig's ear out. And I'll finish on this. They'll listen to the wrong people. Whoever's advising them on football matters, they have given a masterclass on how not to do it. Now, Neil Ward has been appointed as Aberdeen's interim manager until the end of the season. With the Dons, his 117th different club. 117, the boy said. Jay, it says 17. It says 17, but... it. Actually, it could be 117, who knows. This is his 17th club in British football, but his first in Scotland. Neil joined White and Jordan for an exclusive chat and was asked what drew him north of the border. It's football, of course. I just think it's a, it's one of them clubs, Aberdeen. I, I once applied for it years ago. And I, never, I never even got a reply, really. But it, even that drove me on to, to better things. And uh, and, and I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting stuck in. I mean, uh, it would have been nice to start next week, but... Uh, you know, we've got Rangers tomorrow. So if we if we struggle tomorrow, I'll blame Peter. If we do well, it'll be all down to me. Talksport Daily. On the cricket now, and India have levelled the Test Series after beating England by 106 runs in Vizag. England was set an improbable 399 for victory. We'll hear from Captain Ben Stokes, but first, here's how the match was won on Talksport 2. Three slips waiting in anticipation as Boomer is in. Balls. Balled him! Hartley loses his off stump. Jasper Bumrah has finished the Test match in style and England have been bowled out for 292. India win by 106 runs to square the series. The mouth-watering prospect of three Test matches still to come. Jasper Bumrah, wonderful, three for 46 to go with R. Ashwin's three for 72. Too much for England to do on the final day. Well, I think... See, we've spent some years trying to get what is basketball. Uh, it's a word that we don't like, but I, I think it's the, the mentality in which we go out with is actually that's what it is. Um, and we have an unbelievable belief in ourselves that we can accomplish, you know, some pretty special things out in the field. And um, the way in which we, we go about things is, is I, I guess, is to the reason why there was a lot of people who might not necessarily a couple of years ago thought we had any chance in hell of doing that. Um, but maybe went to bed last night thinking, you know what, well, I'm going to get up and watch this or I think England are going to chase us down. And if I was to sum up, if I had to sum up what basketball is, I think it's, it's that mentality. And for more reaction to India levelling the series, check out TalkSport's Cricket Podcast following on. It's available where you've got this one, basically, so continuing to download. And we've finished with Hawksby and Jacobs with some classic clips from back in the day. They call it Clips of the Week Pewter. Here's uh, Ian Collins and Mike Parry taking a call. I want to go to Frank in York here, Mike, because Frank's got a very logical, very obvious uh, idea about this. Frank. Yeah, yeah hello. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for Frank's voice. <laughs> it was tremendous. I actually, I want, to, I want to hear it, because it was such a shock, I want to hear it again so I can fully take Frank's voice in. Let's hear it again. I want to go to Frank in York here, Mike, because Frank's got a very logical, very obvious mm. uh, idea about this. Frank. Yeah. Yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> oh, and that is my ringtone. It's yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Every, every time you get a message, yeah, hello. Yeah. I like him. I like Frank. What happened to Frank? Uh, and on a similar note, this is Alan Brazil. From Kent, let's go down to Plymouth and Louise. Hi, Louise. Morning. Try Louis. Oh, sorry. 
remember that clip. That's Doesn't a, sound like that's a Louise. That's a great clip, though. Yes. And finally. Yes. It is, yes, yeah, another old classic. I haven't heard this for years. It's Mike Parry recounting a tale of a drunken evening to Alan Brazil. <laughs> what happened was, at about five o'clock the next morning, I suddenly woke up, rolled over, and kissed the person on the head who was next to me. But it wasn't the girl. It was my mate. On the head? On the, yeah, on the head. I rolled over. Of course, he was horrified. He leapt up, threw a, a punch at me, you know. And I sort of explained, I thought he was a woman. But, you know... Porky it, punched again. And it was all a terrible mistake. But anyway, it only lasted seconds. It was a misunderstanding. And I assure you that um, I have no heterosexual tendencies. Even if I did have, I don't suppose it would matter these days. A man ahead of his time, Mike Parry. <laughs> Putting it all out there for us. I am what I am, says Mike. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on the Jason Cundy Drive Show. Well, Goldstein won't like that. Today from 4pm, there'll be another one of these daily TalkSport podcasts, the Jason Cundy one, out first thing in the morning. So make sure you hit the like, subscribe and notification button. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. TalkSport Daily. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.